This is the Ramsey Call of the Day, part of the Ramsey Network. Today's question comes from James in California. He says, Dave, out of curiosity, specifically, how did you make your first million after your bankruptcy? Hmm. It's a good qu- I don't even know the story. I'm not sure I do. Take I'll us to, back I'll there, have Dave. to think about it. So this was back in 88? So I filed bankruptcy in September of 88. And what I did after that was I went back to doing real estate deals. Only I couldn't uh, buy real estate anymore because I had no credit and no money. So no one and would so lend you money. what I would do is tie up a deal and then sell the contract to another investor that used to be a competitor of mine, but we're friends. And so I did, you know... Uh, what you might call a dry flip. In other words, I would sell the contract positions. So I'd go contract for a, a house that's worth 200000 I would contract for it for 110 and sell it to a buddy of mine for 10000 bucks, and he could close on it. He'd have 120 in it, right? It's still $200,000 house. So I was still doing foreclosure deals. I got back to doing six figures in 89 again. I was back making over 100000 a year doing that. But I had a bunch of IRS debt to clean up because that doesn't bankrupt and a few other things to clean up. And it took about a year and a half, two years to clean that up. So I'm trying to think. I kept doing that. Um, I'm trying to think if I got my net worth to a million again before we started doing financial peace. I might not have. So might had you started have. this so business? Actually, actually starting this business slowed that down because I made less. The first year... I did the I did financial peace. It was called Life After Debt, and I was doing the radio show. The radio show I was losing money. Um, so you I made, were paying my, to my do ta- the radio my show. My taxable income was in half. The first, I made one hundred twenty thousand a year before. I made sixty thousand a year after. Wow! First year I opened this business, it, my income went in half. So that slowed it down. So it would have been a couple of years after I got this going. Uh, you know, we're starting to get a little bit of income out of this. Income came on back up over time, of course. Because you started and, selling the original Financial Peace book, and are you doing seminars and, you know, the 13, 15-week, however long it was, Yeah, but classes? We, Sharon and I lived on nothing, even though we were out of debt by then. I mean, we'd paid off the bankruptcy. We'd paid off the uh, everything. We were completely clear, but we were just done. And so we just lived on nothing and just piled up money. And uh, because we wanted both wanted the security of that margin. And so what are the, how did I make my first million? So uh, income and thrift is how I did it. So it was not in the stock market at that point. No, no. I mean, I, well, I had some I had uh, I mean, we had our 401k, not 401k. We had Roth IRAs. Not, they weren't even Roth IRAs in those days. Just IRAs. I had IRAs in those days going kids, college funds going um and I'm just chunking money and stuff like that. And, and that um, didn't even have any real estate except our own. Got the house paid off. Uh, so yeah, I was I was probably three or four years into this business before I hit another network. But it was mostly that. earned income from just it was mostly earned income and, and not grit. spending any of it. Yeah, none of it. I mean, we didn't do anything. We're wow. still driving drunk cars. We were still way past what we teach people to do. We teach you once you get to baby steps three, four, five six or four five six that you can lighten up and save up and buy a car and lighten up save up and go on vacation we didn't we didn't we just piled up at what point were the baby steps developed to where you were you were following them uh post-bankruptcy oh i didn't follow them uh post-bankruptcy because they did i hadn't invented them i mean i hadn't laid all that out when i started teaching when i started learning after the bankruptcy, God's ways of handling money, what the Bible says, and grandma's ways, these basic principles, live on less than you make, 
Always be generous. Live on a written plan. Um, always be saving and investing. And no debt at all. And those basic five principles, when I started living those out, and I started trying to get other people to live them out, they would start to say, okay, yeah, but where do I start? They but, needed a, but, a clear I, path. I started a little counseling ministry at our church. And I started teaching a Sunday school class on those materials, and people would say, "Okay, so what do you do first, man? I mean, do you do you do you do you, uh, you do you get out of debt first, or do you put money in your in your retirement first? And um, you know, but by then I was sure that the bigger blocker, because I'd experienced it personally, was debt. That if you could get out of debt, then you don't have any payments. Now you've got money to build net worth, which is what happened to me. Yeah. Okay. That's, uh, you know, I got out of debt and with a bankruptcy and then paying off the IRS and the other stuff. Um, and then once all that was cleared, as long as I made money and didn't spend it, I could build net worth. I could build, I could build a pile of money. And that's what I did. And so I, I thought, okay, we got to get people out of debt first. But the paying off the house was too big a thing. To put in the early stages, because first thing's $1,000, right? And then pay off the house is the second thing. So we separated the house debt from the other debt and put it at the end over in baby step six. And we knew that you didn't need to start investing in your 401k until you had an emergency fund because I was running into people all the time that had no money except in their retirement. And then they'd get in a pinch and cash out their retirement. Mm. And let me tell you, a 401k is a lousy emergency fund because when you cash it out, you get your taxes plus a 10% hit. You know, it's a 30 or 40% hit cashing out your 401k to fix your transmission or to uh, pay the house payment because you got laid off. And, uh, you know, whatever the emergency is, a 401k is a lousy rainy day fund. So funding up the 401k, I get a match. I know, but you're broke. I don't care if you get a match. You're freaking broke, and you're going to use the 401k when something bad happens because you got no money. So we bet baby step three is invented. Actually, baby step one wasn't there. You were just going get out of debt, get out of debt. It was get out of debt, do the emergency fund, and and what would happen is as people were working that baby step two, something would come along that was little, like a a, a tire would blow out or something, or. Uh, a kid would get sick, and it's a $600, $700 thing or something, and that little six or $700 thing would take all the wind out of their cells, and they quit. They would stop their debt snowball. So we figured out that if we gave them a little bit of breathing room, a starter emergency fund, and baby step one was born. But the original baby steps, when I first started teaching them, there wasn't a thousand. So this evolved over your experience coaching people, being on well, the radio. Well, not, not in twenty-five or years, but sure. I mean, but but it evolved over a period of time in the early days of massaging this material and learning how to do it. It evolved, but no, I didn't follow the baby steps. They weren't there. All I knew was I'd read the Bible and it said don't borrow money, and I've been bankrupt, so I figured out that was the truth, right? So I don't borrow money anymore. Bomb, I'm done, you know. And I always have an emergency fund. Why? Because Sharon will leave if I don't have one. You know, it's that simple. She's not going to be without money again. She's had enough of that nope. she was terrorized by that yeah she's not going back so you get you know you get the whole security gland issue around the emergency fund that all pops up that's such an interesting question james thank yeah. you in california thank you, you because i hadn't even thought about it i never thought about where the first million came from um I, and then you know fast forward several years i had a lot of money by then and 2008 hit and we bought oh man we bought probably a hundred million dollars worth of real estate for 15 million dollars wow and so and you know and and it all came back of course and then some so that real estate has been a big part of the wealth building equation well like the way beyond the first million or even 10 million you know by then i had net worth 10 20 million dollars probably but uh i dumped every i 
you know, we, we cleaned the table off. We took the chips off the table when the, when the real estate dove in 2008, and you could buy it for 15 cents on the dollar. And I still got all of that. I never sold any of it. So um, whew, Pretty that, that was a home run. But the first million is the hardest. Yeah, by far. Wow. By far. And these principles, once you got these baby steps dialed in, and over time you went, oh, it works. But and you know what? From a baby steps, I did, not, I did not even follow the baby steps millionaires thing. Path. Because yeah. we were more intense than the baby steps in terms of we didn't do nothing until we got back up there. And um, the other thing I didn't do is I – uh, I did get the house paid off because I don't borrow money, but the 401k di- hadn't had time to germinate. The Roth IRAs didn't have time to germinate and grow and compound. And so they weren't that big a part of it. It was just literally make income, spend nothing, make income, spend nothing until you get the pain far enough in the rearview mirror. And then we could move forward. But wow. that was a whole lot more intense and raw than than I ask other people to do to get there. Yeah. Baby Steps Millionaire is more the formula to wow. get there. So, Well, thanks for taking us back. Very interesting. Thank you, James. That's good stuff. Thanks for tuning in to the Ramsey Call of the Day. To check out all of our podcasts, just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.